Are you ready for some real talk? If so, this 100th episode of the Mama Business Podcast is just for you. I'm sharing some of my personal experiences over these past couple years, as well as five lessons I've learned over these past 100 episodes. It's going to get real and raw, so buckle up and let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Here's the deal. In order to have a successful business, you have to have paying clients and customers. That means knowing who your ideal client is and how to reach them, understanding why your client should choose you over the competition, and designing marketing systems that work to generate leads over and over again without sacrificing your family. That's exactly what a one-hour mama business strategy session is designed to help you do. After the session, you'll be able to make your first sale or your 10th without feeling salesy, sleazy, or annoying everyone you know on social media. Overcome decision paralysis when it comes to the practical and technical side of running your business and sleep well at night knowing you don't have to do all the things in order to be successful. Plus, you'll know the next right action step to take to jumpstart your next phase of business life. Sound like something you need? Schedule your session today at sarahbrumley.com slash strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com slash strategy for your mama business strategy session. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Mama Business Podcast. Today actually marks a milestone, 100 episodes, and I'm really excited that you're joining me. I thought we would take a break from our series today in order to reflect a little on the past 18 months that this podcast has been live. And in talking to my accountability group about what to share, I had all kinds of questions. You know, should it be podcast related? Should it be tips and tricks I've learned? Or should it be something else? And they really encouraged me to get personal, to share a portion of what's gone on in my life since the launch of this podcast and some of the lessons that I've learned through those happenings. And honestly, how they have and will continue to affect the trajectory of this podcast. So I'm super grateful for their support in this, but I have to say that I have struggled with this serious struggle bus to try to figure out how to start. So I'm just going to do so. And I pray that you can understand my heart for my family, for my business, for you as I share. And I'm going to start out by saying that I don't do personal well. I know without a doubt, that those personal stories that we share make the connections. They make connections not only in our personal lives with those who are around us and those that we see on a regular basis, but they also help to make those connections and attract people to our businesses, to our brands. Because 
folks now know that they have something in common with us or they want to know how we've navigated a season of life that they might currently be in. I know that. In fact, I say that all the time here on the podcast, right? Get personal, share your story. But mama, I don't do personal well. Because if I have to be personal, I feel the need to go all in. Everything is intertwined. Not one thing happening in my life goes without ties to something else. And so if I'm sharing on a personal level, then suddenly I'm sharing that I struggled significantly postpartum just over two years ago, and that I started this podcast right as I came back from maternity leave. At that time, I was still unsure how to navigate having a little one at home without reliable childcare, and quite honestly, I was still dealing with the emotional fallout of embracing a new life stage, one with both teenagers and a baby at home. If you know, you know. It's a whole different ballgame, right? But if I'm sharing on a personal level, then I also have to share that I have serious autoimmune issues that can hit out of the blue and leave me out of commission for days and sometimes weeks because my body needs rest. So there's just not enough energy to allocate to all the things. Or I'm sharing that our middle daughter had a serious mental health breakdown during the launch of this podcast. The same month I launched this podcast, she had a mental health breakdown. A mental health crisis that not only threatened her safety, but the safety of everybody around her, including our family. A crisis that involved three emergency inpatient stays that totaled more than 35 days that spring. A crisis that, quite honestly, destroyed family relationships, both immediate family relationships and extended family relationships. And a crisis that has since resulted in her being placed in an out-of-state inpatient care facility for the past 15 months as of the date of this recording. That doesn't even include the insurance fights, the need for legal representation, or the thousands of hours, no joke, thousands of hours that we have invested into ensuring that she had and continues to have the necessary services and support that she needs. And friend, that journey is far from over for us. It's still ongoing. But when it gets personal, I can't just stop there. Because through it all, my business, my goals, my focus, they all took a huge hit in order to manage those things. And to me, that's personal. Because I've spent years growing this business, talking about the importance of being consistent, of showing up, And the reality is that that's not been feasible throughout this season of my life. I've shown up, yes, but not consistently. I've grown my business, yes, but not to the extent that I wanted to. And I haven't met the goals I set for myself. And that might all sound bad, but here's the deal. While I'd love it if the last two years had been easy, had been just like a piece of cake walk in the park, right? If they had, I would not be the same person I am today. I would not be the same person I am today without the situations, the struggles, the challenges that I've encountered personally. My family would not be the same and my business would not be what you see today either. So knowing that, I want to take the rest of our time together today and just talk about some of the unexpected lessons that I've learned over these past 100 episodes. 
honestly, just the realization of the importance of these things, okay? Because some of them maybe I knew ahead of time, but I didn't really understand the importance of them. And once we've completed that, then we can chat about what all of this means for the podcast and my business going forward. So the first lesson that I learned is just how important it is to have somebody to talk to in any season you might be going through. And while some of these lessons are like no brainers, like I said, right? I think that especially when we go through rough seasons where nothing makes sense, it's easy to hide or I guess the right word would be like maybe to withdraw and to forget that we need to have others around that we can talk with honestly. Personally, I've been seeing a counselor for several years off and on, and while that's definitely something that's helpful, it isn't the end all when it comes to the people I needed to surround myself with when everything went haywire. I need friends. Friends that understand and are supportive, and trust me, I know that those can be few and far between because it's just the reality of our society today, but We've been incredibly blessed by some amazing people that have navigated this season right alongside our family, that have cried with us, celebrated in the many wins, and even invested their own time, knowledge, and financial resources. Without them, we would not be where we are today, so I'm grateful for that. But that is just a solid indicator that we need people to walk our journeys with us. We are not meant to do this alone. The other thing I've learned is that I absolutely need people who will hold me accountable, whether that's personally or in business. I need those people who will listen while I discuss what I'm up to and what my goals and my plans are for the future and then hold me to them. I need those people who will help me troubleshoot when something isn't going right or point me in the direction of resources that might help. I have to say that right at the beginning of this podcast journey, each member of my accountability group that I'd been part of for years we each had a major situation come up. So we tried to keep our meetings going, but honestly, it was a full year before we actually got back into the swing of things and began meeting again. That year was really lonely for me when it came to growing my business, when it came to achieving my goals, especially in the middle of all the chaos that was happening at home. I desperately needed that group, those women to keep me accountable and to bring me at times back down to reality or give me that swift kick in the pants that I sometimes need when I have a woe is me attitude and am not actually solution oriented. We all get that way, don't we? I need people around me to kick me in the pants when I'm doing that. Trust me. And it really is you know, just such a blessing that I know now how important it is and continues to be that people in my life can point me in the right direction, that they can offer support and guidance and just celebrate those mini wins. And because I knew that in December of last year, I announced that I was offering those mama business strategy calls. And you've probably heard me talk about them if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, but Those calls have not only allowed me to help business owners with systems and strategies, which is my total goal with them, but I haven't had a single one of those calls to date that didn't incorporate discussion about personal dreams, about goals, struggles, concerns, feelings of inadequacies, or any other myriad of issues. Why? Because sometimes you just need somebody to talk with that understands that's willing to listen, and growing an online business can be a lonely journey. So having a person that understands that is even better. 
So I'm so grateful for those strategy sessions to get to hear your stories as you've come on them, if you've been somebody who's participated in one, and just the opportunity to encourage other business owners. And this is a lesson that I have definitely learned over the last 18 months, just knowing and embracing the importance of having somebody to talk to. The second lesson that I've really learned, or quite honestly have had hammered into me over these last 18 months is the importance of knowing that taking a step back doesn't mean failure. This is something that I have had to learn the hard way over the last couple of months. I mean, not a couple of months, but over the last 18 months. But quite honestly, it's a lesson that I'm so glad I'm learning. And trust me, I'm continuing to learn this over and over again. Because if you don't really know me, then you don't know that I'm really a type A, like, stick to a schedule type person. Ask anybody that does know me and they'll tell you that if it's not on my calendar and planned out well in advance, it's unlikely to happen. But they'll also tell you that if it is planned and on my calendar, that I'm going to be there. I'm going to be completing that thing. And when I set a goal, nine times out of 10, I meet that goal. I put in the work, I make it a priority, and I don't let anything get in my way. Well, as you heard in my introduction, um, that hasn't necessarily been the case, right? In July 2022, okay, just four months into this podcasting journey, I'd already fallen off the face of the podcasting planet. And with good reason. I was spending 40 to 50 hours a week working on getting my daughter the care she needed. In addition to raising a teenager that was still at home and raising a baby, right? But here's the deal. The phone rang and I ran for it because if I missed a call, I might miss an opportunity for good. That's how it was for a lot of providers. Um, I don't know if you had to seek out medical care or seek out any kind of mental health care uh, post-pandemic, but if you didn't get the call, they just moved down the wait list because there were so many people on their wait list. And honestly, that's still the case um, that they didn't waste time waiting for somebody to call them back. So if I missed calls, we missed opportunities. The flip side of that is, you know, if you've ever had to deal with insurance or anything on those lines, um, I might have called somebody three days ago and they might be calling me back now. But if I missed that call, I might have to wait another three days to hear from them again. So quite honestly, I was in survival mode. And because of that, there were things that I had to take a step back from, including recording podcast episodes. And yet, even knowing that I didn't have the bandwidth, I felt guilt throughout that entire time away. Like I was a failure because I wasn't staying consistent, because I wasn't showing up and recording an episode for you, because I wasn't setting the example that I'd set out to set. But you know what? It wasn't a failure. It wasn't. God had called me to turn my attention to something else during that time frame. And even though I didn't have perfect attendance with my podcasting schedule or, you know, sometimes with other things, my business continued to grow even during that hard season. And here's what else grew. My baby grew into a toddler, knowing that he could depend on his mama to be there when he needed her. My oldest daughter who dealt with significant trauma, not only from the situation with her sister, but also prior to being adopted by us, has made huge strides as well. She's gone from somebody we worried about all of the time, no joke, 
She's no longer that person. Now she is a motivated young woman who is beautiful inside and out. But that took time. That took being present each and every time she walked into the room. That took listening and finding solutions and answering those calls so we'd have opportunities. And so much more. My marriage grew. My friendships, the depth of my friendships grew. My relationship with and dependence on God grew and so much more. That should be my theme, right? So much more. Taking a step back actually proved to be one of the best decisions I could have made during that time frame, and it was necessitated, right? I didn't really have a choice. I didn't have the time. I didn't have the bandwidth. But by taking that step back, When I did finally return, I came back to business with a whole new perspective, a perspective that has since paved the way for what my business looks like today and has allowed me to understand and embrace my true priorities, both in business and at home. So lesson number two, I learned the hard way, am still learning, was knowing that taking a step back does not mean failure. But sometimes that's really hard to see in the moment. So if you are in that season, if you are in that spot, just know I understand. It can be hard to see it in the moment. The third lesson I learned during this time frame was the importance of reflecting. Reflecting but not staying stuck in the past. You see, reflection is really important. Thinking about the things that worked and didn't work, the systems that might have been used, the approach to different situations, whatever it might be, we can definitely benefit from that kind of reflection. But it's that mindset of wishing for the past that's actually detrimental to our future success. Let me explain. Coming out of maternity leave, I think that I thought it was all going to go back to the way things were before. I think that in all honesty, I believe that I was going to be able to just keep up with everything I'd done pre-baby and that I was going to be the same person that I was before I'd had him. But the reality was that was not true. I was exhausted. I was distracted, trying to feed my baby, trying to keep up with teenagers, trying to keep the house clean, trying to keep my clients happy, just trying. And I didn't understand the toll that that was going to take on both myself and my business. So I found myself thinking back to how it was before, dreaming that someday it might be that way again. But the more I thought about past times and how good it seemed like it was pre-baby or prior to all the stuff that was happening in our lives, the more I looked back, the more discontent I felt with where I currently was. And the problem with that is I can't go back, right? I'm in this season for a reason. But at one point... At one point, several months back, I decided that it might benefit me to go back through my old journals and notebooks and figure out what I was doing during what I remembered to be that amazing time in my life and business and to determine essentially what I might be forgetting to do now. Seriously, that was what I wanted to find out. I actually thought that I was probably just missing a key element that would make everything better in my current life. I had to be, right? Because nothing was working out right. So I did just that. I pulled out all my notebooks and my journals from the past five years. There's like 15 or more of them. I like paper. I like writing things down. But I just started to flip through them looking for clues. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I realized that there were plenty of days back then when I was feeling exhausted. This was pre-baby, pre all the stuff that was happening now in my life, right? All the, the major events. 
even back then in that time frame that I thought was so awesome, I was exhausted. I was uncertain of myself and my business. And there were many entries where I mentioned feeling like a fraud, like I was out of place in this online business world entirely. There were months when I wrote about the income not being good or um, other times when I just plain wanted to shut down the business. In fact, there were entire weeks in which my top two items daily read, take a shower and remember to smile. Okay, we've all had those weeks, I'm sure. But seriously, there were entire weeks where it read that. Of course, there were so many good things noted as well, but it's just a perfect indicator that no season of life is perfect. They all come with their own struggles and some are a bit more challenging than others, but looking back and wishing for the past won't help us move forward into the future. And this is something that I have really learned in the past 18 months since starting this podcast. And my goal going forward is to look forward because past seasons are just that, the past. We can learn from them, but ultimately we have to move forward. So lesson number three was understanding the importance of reflection versus wishing for the past. The fourth lesson I learned was the importance of enjoying the journey rather than focusing on the end game. I'm a goals girl. I like checking things off the list and seeing the completed end product. I just do. It makes me happy and I feel successful and accomplished. So I really struggle with just staying in the moment and enjoying the journey along the way. But there is nothing like having a baby and realizing how quickly they grow and change. And as you know now, my older daughter's mental health crisis kind of hit its peak during baby's first year of life. That meant in addition to trying to keep up with work and managing the mental health end of things, my son was growing up and I was completely distracted. That's a hard thing to admit. But I remember right around the time that he was 18 months old that some of those pictures from prior months popped up as memories on my phone and my heart just sank because one of them was a picture of him hanging in one of those door jam swings, you know, the ones that you hook up and then they jump and bounce in. And he was just happily bouncing by himself. And obviously I took the picture, but I know what I was focused on behind the camera and it didn't have much, if anything, to do with him. And yes, I totally understand that there are times when we can't be present, but for me, that was a huge wake-up call to realize that I'd missed things. I'd been in the room and I hadn't been fully present. I'd been so focused on completing tasks and checking things off the list so that I could have something big happen in the future. I'd been so focused on that that I'd forgotten to live my life in the present. Justin and I realized that we were guilty of this same thing in other ways. And I don't know if you've ever had to deal with a major crisis like mental health with a kid or raising somebody with special needs or just plain anything that has you feeling like you have to fight in order to be heard. But that's exactly what we were doing. Fighting insurance for coverage, fighting for necessary services that weren't available in our area, fighting providers to simply do their jobs, fighting pharmacies to get the correct prescriptions in the time frame that they were needed, fighting with billing departments for payment plans and financial hardship plans. We fought, and while we were fighting, we kept just saying, well, when this thing, whatever it is, happens, things will be better. And yet, it wasn't. The situation persisted. And before long, that's all we needed to do. And we didn't know how to shake ourselves from the fight mode, but we were missing our lives along the way. But we've come to learn over this time period that it's all about being present. 
being in the moment and focus on the journey rather than waiting for that end result to be happy. Sure, we needed to fight, but that fight didn't have to control our entire lives. We could still be happy and find joy in the moments we were blessed with. And that's exactly what we chose to do. To log out of social media, prioritize putting our phones down, and just spend time being in the moment. Engaging, smiling, and doing so even when things weren't perfect or even when we couldn't see what the results will be going forward right? Even when we still can't see what the results will be going forward. That's hard. Trust me. But you know what? It's a lesson I'm so glad that we've had the opportunity to learn. Because while achieving my goals personally or professionally is important, it's not more important than being present for my life, no matter what season I'm in. So that's lesson number four. And that brings us to the fifth lesson I've learned, and that is the importance of putting a strategy in place before you need it. And I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but I am so incredibly grateful for the strategy and the systems that I put into place prior to having a family crisis divert my attention elsewhere. A crisis that I had no idea was even on the horizon. So I am so thankful for the fact that even when I had to take a break from my strategy of engaging new people through this podcast, my website was up and running, my SEO strategy was in place, and I designed workflows for my clients that were easy to follow and at times didn't even need my attention. Because the truth is, while my business didn't grow to the extent that I planned, it did continue to grow without social media, without me sharing with everybody I knew, without me necessarily showing up all the time, but purely through the organic systems that I'd set up ahead of time. I booked new clients each and every month and I managed to continue to serve my ongoing clients, but none of that would have been possible without the systems in place to start with. So while I knew it was important to get those things in place, I didn't truly understand the importance until I didn't have extra time on my hands, until I wasn't able to do the busy work that my business probably would have required of me otherwise. I mean, honestly, it would have if I hadn't had those systems in place. So that is why I am so passionate about the current series we are in, about putting that foundational um, marketing strategy in place, those foundational elements to help you have a system that works no matter what season of life you're in. So that was lesson number five. And this is the point of the episode where I normally challenge you to take action because we all know that action is where dreams turn into reality. But today's episode is a little different, isn't it? Which kind of left me wondering whether I should even add an action step here or just let it be. But before we get to that, let's just go ahead and recap the lessons I've learned throughout this time frame that I've created these past 100 episodes. First, have somebody to talk to. Second, know that taking a step back doesn't mean failure. Three, reflect, but don't stay stuck in the past. Four, enjoy the journey rather than focusing on the end game. And five, put a strategy in place before you need it. So here's the action I'd like you to take. I'd like you to just think through those lessons and ask yourself if there's any one of them that you need to focus on over the next week, month, year, decade, whatever it is, and then do so. 
And if you need help putting a strategy into place or encouragement when things aren't working the way that they should, or just somebody to smack you around a little bit because you're stuck in the mud of the past and you can't break free, feel free to book a strategy session with me by heading to sarahbrumley.com strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com strategy. And I did say we would talk about what comes next. Well, when it comes to this podcast and to my business, just more of the same. Encouragement to stay the course, action steps to get your systems and your strategy into place. And quite honestly, we're probably going to have a little bit more real talk like we did today. No matter what, though, I'm going to continue to focus on being present in the moment. Whether that's a moment spent with family or friends, a moment in my business, or a moment here on the podcast speaking with you. I certainly don't know what the future holds for me. I mean, none of us do, right? But I do know without a doubt that God does. And I rest in the certainty that he's got a plan that's greater than anything I can imagine. So mama, no matter what season you're currently sitting in, I want you to just know that I am cheering you on. You've got this. Have an amazing day, and I will chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.